The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome back to another episode of The Bright Side. Hopefully, at least a couple of you noticed that we didn't have an episode that went live last week, and that was simply because I was moving into my new house, which was a pretty overwhelming task. So we just weren't able to get an episode ready for launch last week, but we're back this week and we've got a great episode for you with Amanda Batula from Summer House and continuing our Summer House streak of guests, which I think makes sense because they're all great and I've loved having each of them on, but Amanda is no exception to that. And I had a really nice time talking with her and I think you guys will like listening to her too. But before we hear from Amanda, I wanted to share a few of my bright spots this week, which not surprisingly, one of them was getting the keys to the new house. And even though it was very overwhelming and at first I felt sort of like, was this a huge mistake? Because we were trying to get all of our furniture laid out and everything was such a mess and it just wasn't feeling that exciting for a moment. But we got it together and we've, we put in a lot of hard time this week just trying to make that house a home. And I feel like we've been accomplishing that so far. Still got a lot of work to do, but I'm feeling really excited about it again now. I also was able to make a trip out to the Surfrider Hotel and snag a couple of my favorite candles from there. They're the hotel's custom scents but I believe they're available on their website. And that's the Surfrider out in Malibu. And every time I smell those smells, it just makes me feel like I'm back at that hotel. And it's one of my favorite hotels literally in the world. Every time I go there, I just feel so at peace and so happy. So I went about the candles so we could make the new house smell like the Surfrider. And so that was a bright spot because it's working. <laughs> and I would say last but not least is I came home to my old house, which I'm currently sitting in recording this podcast because I haven't moved everything yet, moving slowly. But I came home and an orchid plant that I've had for about two years now, and it hadn't had any flowers on it in probably six months. When I got home today, it had three new buds and that made me really happy. So lots of flowers and sunshine. And this week feels like a really good week. I hope it is for you guys too. And I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Where are you right now? New York. We're in the city. Nice. How's that? It's weird. Like none of our friends are here. I feel like I just am inside every day. Okay. So you guys are still pretty locked down. Well, I'm trying to be. I have not had COVID yet, so I don't want to get it. And I also like don't want to eat outside. Mm. (laughs) There's like so many things. I'm I know. I'm wondering if those, the little bubbles that they're putting up around New York for people to eat outside, do those actually stay warm? We were in one for my friend's birthday and it was actually really cute, but it was like all the food was basically takeout. Like it came in like a takeout box. <laughs> Look, Here. Milton. Did they say hi to each other? Do you see? Milton, we've, got, we've got Dash and Milton oh. on. <laughs> Dash, look. Look. You see over Look here. The donkey. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, he was a foster fail, so I know, you know, 
Eventually. Yeah, I've wondered, cause I keep seeing everyone on Instagram eating in those bubbles and they are super cute, but I'm like, I know how cold it, I, I'm from the Northeast. I know how cold it gets in the winter. And yeah, it's better than like the heat lamps that are outside yeah. that people are trying to like eat outdoors with just a lamp, but it was worth the experience. I'll say that. <laughs> what is your entire COVID journey been like? So obviously you were filming. I actually had Hannah on the show while you guys were filming. Oh, really? In the Hamptons. Yeah. You guys, you were on some kind of a break. Oh yeah. And she just did the interview from her room there. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's been a really crazy experience. Kyle and I started working together full time, like a few months before lockdown. And we had never spent like that much time together working for the same company. And this is for Loverboy, the brand you have together. Yeah. So here we are trying to like figure out how to work together. I'm trying to figure out like how to not work like in the corporate world where like I had a schedule and like people told me what to do. And then we're having to like live together and be together 24 seven and with no escape and no friends. And it was, (laughs) it was a journey. And you're still together, right? We are. Yeah. Made it through. (laughs) We did. So, but there was a lot of learning and a lot of like trying to better communicate and, you know, focusing on, on those things to make it through. Yeah. What's some advice you'd have for anyone who's trying, who's struggling with that right now? Just honesty and like communicating your feelings because your significant other is not a mind reader. And if you're feeling a certain way, even if you're just like sad that day or just like feeling out of it, especially because this quarantine thing is still such a weird phase or new normal that we're all going through. If you're like, just kind of out of it, like just make that clear because you, your emotions and your reactions can come off a lot differently based off of your mood. So if you're just open, like I'm not feeling great today, or I'm kind of having a shitty day, like, sorry, if I'm a bitch, I think that's really important to just constantly communicate. Yeah. I mean, I know I can use that advice because I I tend to try to figure everything out for myself all the time. And then other people are just like, why are you being so, especially my boyfriend, I feel kind of bad for him. I'm like, I've been feeling like this for a week. And he's like, well, you never said anything. I know. Cause Kyle wants to fix it. So I'm always like, I just want to let you know, like I'm in a mood today. Like, I don't know why I don't know how to fix it. I don't know what caused it, but it's not your fault. Yep. Um, Don't take it personally. Like I'm just in a mood right now. Yeah, that's really good. That's great advice. Yeah. I actually, so we were just filming, we're, we're currently filming The Hills and we're actually in the last few weeks of filming and we were up in Tahoe and I wrapped kind of early one of the nights and I got back to my hotel room and they only had cable, but it was so lucky because I was able to catch an episode of your show. Oh my gosh. And it was a really, <laughs> no, but it was a really cute episode where, I mean, this was maybe two weeks ago. I think it was Kyle's birthday. Oh, or was the it your, dinner. Or, your, or was it your birthday? Kyle's birthday. Kyle's birthday. The and they dinner, did the, yeah. And yes. And that was so cute. I love that everyone took a job in the house and they made, I mean, it was so cute. It was great. Originally, I was going to do something like set up dinner outside for like just him and I. So I had, I bought all the food and the ingredients. I had kind of already made a menu because I was going to try to make it feel like we were at a restaurant but I was going to be cooking everything. And then we kind of had this idea, like, let's get everyone involved in this, keep Kyle in the dark about it and like, pretend like we're going out to dinner and our friends pulled it off so well. (laughs) It was the, I wasn't even expecting it. It was like the best thing ever. Paige as a hostess. She must've done that job before. I, she just, (laughs) you know, she was like to be in charge. Yeah. She's like, (laughs) that was, she was made for that. 
I know. It was like, they thought of every detail. It was so cute. Was the food. Did they really cook the food? They really did. Uh, Well, I kind of put the salmon together. They just had to put it in the toaster, but I printed out like exact instructions and pictures of like how to plate it so that it was just very easy for them to do. Um, (laughs) Cause I felt bad. I was like, I'm I don't want to ask you guys to make this and I'm going to try to make it as like easy as possible for you. Really cute. They did a great job. Yeah. It actually kind of inspired me to do that. That's a really cute idea to make a restaurant at your house. Yeah. Even if like you don't have other friends around, just kind of like, I don't know, just like making it feel more special, like printing a menu out, like setting up your table a little bit differently. So it feels like you're at a restaurant or whatever like 10 it feet is. Apart. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone has like eight friends over to help them out, but, <laughs> but a general like manager. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cute. So then are you a cook, like a good cook in real life? I do enjoy cooking. I like making like more, not complicated, but like meals with more steps. But, you know, I don't always have a lot of time for that. And then like going to the grocery store and buying all the specific ingredients. So normally Kyle is the one that actually cooks just like chicken and vegetables or like whatever meat, just yeah. really basic and simple. That so, seems to be guys go to my, that's my boyfriend too. It's either steak and chicken every night with some kind of vegetables, which is fine <laughs> I mean, for fine. me. Cause I, it's like healthy. I'm like, you know, as if I'm not making pasta, then I got to eat what he's making and it's uh, all protein and, and vegetables. <laughs> yeah, so I know it is. It's a good balance because I love pasta also. Yeah. If I'm left up to my own devices, it's either pizza or pasta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm either getting, yeah, Kyle's cooking or I'm ordering, you know, some sort of carb Italian dish or Thai food. <laughs> How many seasons have you been on Summer House? Officially four, but that first season I was at the house and on the show a bit. Cause Kyle and I, I guess we're figuring out like what our relationship was. Okay. Yeah. Obviously I know Hannah and Paige and I've seen episodes of the show, but never in consecutive order. So I'd love to know what that process was like for you, because I think having had a relationship of my own on a reality show one season and it, and it was really hard on our relationship. So, yeah. and we're not, we're not even together anymore. And I always find it interesting when people are well, and commendable when people are able to maintain a relationship on a show like that. It's hard. I mean, we, Kyle and I met the year before they had started filming. Like it wasn't, the show wasn't really a thing just yet. So we dated for like almost a year, like eight months. And then he kind of broke up with me before he went to film his first season. But I was also out in the Hamptons So I was coming over late at night, which all got caught on camera. We didn't really realize that they'd used so much of the house footage, but they did. So, you know, (laughs) then they, you know, this becomes like interesting, right? This is like, all right, who's this girl, Amanda, Kyle, like what's going on here? So I became, you know, a bigger part of it and was coming to the house more. And by the end of it, you know, you see Kyle ask me to be his girlfriend officially for the first time ever. And everyone has watched our relationship progress every season or every summer after that. And it's not easy (laughs) at all because you get everyone's opinions. You know, we're going through these difficult times and not only do we have to relive it and watch it again, but you have all these other people now weighing in and like telling you what to do or who's wrong or, you know, how you should feel about it. 
And then on top of that, you know, we're, we're going through this stuff with our friends in the house who all have to like talk about what you're going through. Right. And that was a big struggle for me because I'm like, I don't want everyone's opinion about what I'm going through. I hate that's like my (laughs) biggest thing is that I like to process things myself. Mm -hmm. I like to feel angry or sad or happy about it and make my decision based off of my feelings for whatever it is. And then let other people know like what I decided, like, this is what happened. And like, this is my decision. Because if you take other people's advice, I feel personally, like if it didn't work out for me, like I'd regret it. I'd be Mm -hmm. like, Oh, why didn't I just do what I wanted to do? I don't get that on the show. You know, things are happening in real time. I don't, I can't just be quiet. I have to like express what is happening, you know, internally. Yeah. And I, I mean, also, like you said, they use this footage of you guys in your bedrooms. It's like, there's cameras everywhere. I don't know if you guys have periods of time that where it's like downtime or if it's really <laughs> see, I, rolling 24 seven. Wow. Yeah, yeah. See, that's, that's so much. I mean, also, I totally understand why it makes a good TV show because I feel like a lot of the times when the cameras are off is when the really interesting stuff happens. Yeah. I know <laughs> for us, it's always kind of a relief to take the mic off and, and like have time at the room to just decompress and explain any of your real feelings. And you guys don't have that luxury on your show. We used like in the past summers, you know, we would come back to the city during the week and we'd be able to like vent or just like decompress. But this past summer, it was 24 seven all the time. Like they're always listening. They're always (laughs) watching. So there is no privacy and it makes it very difficult to, for me to be intimate in a house where I know people are watching and listening and it could be used and aired again on TV. And I just, it's not, I don't love that. Right. (laughs) Not like the life I wanted for like everyone (laughs) to watch these intimate moments. I feel like I'd be on OnlyFans if I really, you know, wanted (laughs) that for myself. So it's hard to find those times where you can, I don't know, just like get away, whether you're gossiping or just trying to like be yeah, in. Have a private re- yeah, moment with your significant yeah. other. I think that would be the hardest part because I don't know. I mean, even just, I don't know, I can, I could go on because I just try to think about all the times. Like I just went back to the room the other night after filming and watched Summer House and talking to my boyfriend who's not on the show. And, you know, I mean, so many of these things that I, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to do them on camera. Yeah. It's like, as long as you're not doing anything interesting, it doesn't matter. (laughs) I decided to like, just keep it really, you know. I guess that's kind of true too. You kind of learn the things that that are going to be used and what won't, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. (laughs) just keep it. You got to just keep it chill. (laughs) Exactly. Just like watch something on my computer and, you know, not talk. Be be boring. Find a different way to decompress. Yeah. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about Loverboy, how that got started and what that's been like. So Loverboy was really all Kyle's idea. He was drinking twisted teas. They were full of sugar and he was kind of in this like keto mindset where he was trying to like cut sugar and like low carb and all that crazy boy stuff. And that's like the same summer that I think like White Claw and Truly came out. These like, you know, low carb our low calorie, zero sugar drinks. And he was like, well, why don't I combine this seltzer concept with my favorite drink, which is like a hard iced tea. And that's kind of where the idea of lover boy was born. So yeah, it's it's just like a better for you 
What was the original product? It's a hard iced tea, like a sparkling hard iced tea. Okay. Because I saw the spritz that you guys are doing, mm-hmm. the blueberry lemon one. Yeah. And I didn't know. Okay. So the teas are, it's a whole complicated alcohol world that I was not prepared for, but the teas are only sold in stores because they're classified as a beer and you can't sell beer online. And it's very hard to expand. So we created our, our spritz, which are wine based and more like a canned cocktail. And that was something that we can immediately sell online to 44 states. So we have wow. these like two products that are different, sold in, in stores and online. And then um, the teas are more like Kyle, where they're like chuggable and fun and just louder with the design. And then the spritz are more, <laughs> more like Kyle chuggable. Yes. Loud, <laughs> loud obnoxious. <laughs> right. And then the spritz are, you know, more supposed to be a reflection of me, which is like a little bit classier, sophisticated. It has like the cleaner branding and the gold foil. Feminine. And, yeah. Yeah. They're really cute. The packaging is super cute. Thank you. Do you I, like I love them? the spritz. I do. It's all I drink. We actually formulate them ourselves and we're the ones doing like the tasting and, you know, making sure that we're happy with it. Cause I could never put something out there that I wasn't going to drink myself. Yeah. I mean, I think that that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm like obsessed with all the flavors cause I'm basically making it for myself. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that you always have a cocktail ready yeah. to go. <laughs> exactly. Hey everyone, I'm Darren Karp. And I'm Liz Cully, and we're the hosts of the podcast, Scissoring Isn't a Thing. That's right, Liz. Each week, we bring on different guests from the LGBTQ plus community and allies too, of course, to discuss everything from coming out stories to pop culture to even celeb crushes. No topic is off limits. From Bravo Labs to influencers to doctors, Scissoring Isn't a Thing is the heartfelt LGBTQ plus education friendly podcast everyone can feel safe to fall in love with. New episodes drop every Tuesday wherever you stream podcasts. See you then. Well, one of the things I like to ask every guest that comes on this show is if they have an example of a time in their life or an experience they've had where they felt like they were in a really dark place or things were going really badly, but ultimately that turned out to be something good. I definitely have been through that. I feel like I go through my moments and my waves over the past 10 years, but not this past summer, the summer before that, I was not myself. I was working a full-time job. I had Kyle wanting me to spend a lot of time on Loverboy. We were filming or about to film the season of Summer House, which is a lot of back and forth to the city and to the Hamptons. We leave every Friday, come back on Sunday. Then I'm back at my corporate job during the week. And I just, I was like just a bitch all the time. I was like moody. I was crying. I would have to like take days off of work because I just like couldn't get out of bed and I couldn't juggle everything anymore. And it was really affecting me and and our, my relationship with Kyle and what ended up happening is, you know, I ended up leaving my, my corporate job to work for Kyle on Loverboy full time because I couldn't do it all. And we debated me keeping my job because I was actually getting paid a salary from mm-hmm. the other ones. Nice. Yeah. But it's like worked out for me in the best way that, you know, I now get to work with Kyle on this stuff all the time. We have this like product that we've kind of built together. I'm like very involved with everything because I wouldn't be able to watch it from the sidelines. You know, I had to be like all hands on deck for me, but I would not have ever like 
thought I'd take this like entrepreneurial path and like break into this sort of industry if I was not able to juggle everything. Well, I mean, that's, I can't imagine not having any downtime between filming a, because filming a reality show takes a ton of energy mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you have to always be on and whatever you're filming is designed to be, you know, kind of full of conflict and, and there's always new things you need to be talking about. And so that's really draining. And then to go from that straight into work the next morning, work for the week. And then on top of it, be trying to get a new company started. Yeah. Did you implement any practices since then to force yourself to decompress or ways that you could kind of unwind between the two? Yeah. I mean, reality TV for me is like a huge, you know, it's very important in my life. It's how I just like decompress. Watching reality TV? Yes. Watching, (laughs) watching it. (laughs) I love all, you know, my Bravo shows and everything. And just it's, I'm able to like escape my own thoughts by just focusing on something else. I've actually, I'm not a big book reader, but I've purchased a few books off of Amazon recently and I'm able to escape that way too, which I didn't love it at first, but now it's like, I look forward to getting back into my books and again, just kind of escaping my reality and all of my own thoughts. Yeah. Are you reading fiction or like self-help books? Fiction. I forget the one that I'm reading. It's called We Are Liars. Okay. I don't Found know that on one. TikTok. But... Oh, <laughs> TikTok so rack. Like, yeah. They were like books that I wish I could read again for the first time. Um, so I like bought whatever books this person suggested and I'm hooked on it so far. I have a recommendation for you because there's a movie coming out soon to go with this book. It's called Nightingale. And it's just a beautiful story, but that's okay. one of my favorite books. I read it probably two or three years ago, but I always think of that when I think of my favorite books and there's okay. a movie coming out at the beginning of next year. I think it's going to be amazing. All I think right. Like, so I'll have to read it before then. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Speaking of favorite things, what's your favorite song to listen to when you want to be in a good mood? I don't have one favorite song. I like early 2000s, 90s, like summer vibe music that where I could sing along to like anything that I'm able to just like bell out the words, like that upbeat, happy, you know, like Sheryl Crow sort of. Oh, uh, I love Sheryl Crow. <laughs> Does anything that reminds me of like summers, like at the beach, Sheryl Crow, Shania Twain. Mm-hmm. I know. I love all that. Yeah. Like the killers and like, oh, I, there's so many songs, yellow card, like all <laughs> those things. I'm just, I know yeah. all the words, all the songs. And that's like, I really just like to sing along. <laughs> I know I do. I do love all those throwback songs too. It's so much fun to listen to them, but I, I have the worst memory. So I have to just come upon them. Like they have to play on the radio or somebody else will have a really good playlist put together or something, but it's always yeah. so fun when I hear them again. I couldn't tell you the name of any of the songs. That's why I'm like, even trying to think yeah. of like the, the <laughs> artists and the bands. But as soon as it's on the radio, I know like every single, I can't remember like anything to study for a test, but if you play a song, I will know all of the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. One of my favorites is Heart of Glass. Well, Heart of Glass by Blondie. That's a great one. I guess that's more 80s. Mm-hmm. And then Spin Doctors, Two Princes. You know that one? I don't that's, know. That's such, I bet you it's one of those ones that you would know if you heard it. Yeah. How about your favorite way to celebrate a success? I, I enjoy like being around people that I want to celebrate it with. It's more about the company than like what I actually do to celebrate. Like it could just be Kyle and I like just having a drink or like being with friends or, you know, going home to my parents for like dinner. It's the company that I keep for me 
is more important than what I'm actually doing for <laughs> any sort of celebrations. Well, that makes sense. Have you had any big milestones with Loverboy so far? Yeah, we've had, uh, I'm trying to think Kyle's more on like the business side of all the, the milestones, but well, I think even launching is a milestone. Yeah. Yeah. We've done really well. We we've like sold out of product, you know, every milestone, every success is also like another hurdle. And we're, we're so busy that, you know, I feel like the way we've celebrated is just by cracking open a lover boy, even if it's like in the middle of the day, just to be like, wow, this is great. And then it's like right back to work. Yeah. That's so fun. How about who are your favorite people? I know you love to watch reality TV, but on Instagram, who are some of your favorite people to follow? I went to school for graphic design. I'm an artist. So I love, there's a bunch of accounts, but I follow like all these people who like, you know, they're creating art. I like following their stories. There's not like, again, I don't have favorites of much of anything. I like, (laughs) I have like a very broad, it's more of like genres that I love. And I just, I love watching the accounts where people are like being really crafty and hands-on and like creating. Okay. Like DIY kind of stuff. Yeah. That, or just like people who are like painting. There's this one guy, his name is Andy blank. And he just like creates it's for me, it's like soothing watching him like create his art. And it's just like different accounts. There's like Violet, I think it's Violet Tinder is her Instagram account, but she does like all photography and like styling for food stuff. And also for like beauty brands. I just like love these accounts where people are creating and they're doing something different and new and unique because it inspires me. Right. And it's rare. I think to, everybody has Instagram now. I think it's rare to find people who are doing something different and yet yeah. you haven't seen before. Exactly. And it's not like I'm creating this art myself or like, you know, styling photo shoots, but I, you know, I just I love like being inspired by it, even for like the brand or just like, it just makes me happy to see it. So did you do the graphic design for your brand then? We worked with an agency to do the actual branding. Cause it's not in my wheelhouse. I, I don't think I would be able to like take all of that on, but I now, I now am the one producing like all of the content and you know, anything that is out there has come from me. Very cool. Yeah. I love it. Before we go, I want to ask you if there's anyone in your life who's going through something challenging right now or difficult or anyone who's just really been a good support system for you that you would want to shout out on today's episode? Surprisingly, and I'm not just saying this, Kyle has been having like a really hard week and he's helped me through all of my down moments and, you know, my dark moments and my sad times. And he's felt very overwhelmed and like sad lately. So I just want him to know that I love him. That's really sweet. (laughs) All our listeners, I always ask everybody to send positive thoughts towards the yes. person. So that's all Aww. we'll do. Well, thank positive you. for Kyle. <laughs> I have, yeah, positive thoughts for Kyle. Um, <laughs> I've loved having you on. It was really nice getting to know you a little yes. bit better. And I want, can you tell everybody where they can find you? Obviously, Bravo. Yeah, Bravo. Instagram, I'm at Amanda Batula. I'm on Twitter and TikTok, but I really don't post much, so... Don't bother finding me there. <laughs> I'm the same. Yes. Okay. And then Loverboy, of course. Loverboy, yes. At Drink Lover. Oh man, Kyle's going to kill me because I'm being the worst. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, we're at Drink Loverboy on Instagram and Twitter. And then TikTok, we're actually just Loverboy. 
Awesome. I love the name. It's so cute. And I can't wait to try it. Yeah. We'll have to send you some. Yeah. I would love that. Thank you. Actually a funny thing randomly. I have been following you. I didn't even realize it since I think like 2014. Oh, really? I, when I was on your account and you know how like messages, you could see like how long you've been following someone for. Did you message me? No, I just saw, I was just looking and I was like, wow, you followed this Instagram account since 2014. I was like, that is really creepy, Amanda. No, that's awesome. Well, I didn't even you. realize it. I okay. you too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's funny. Cause you know, Hannah told me the same thing when she came on, she was like, I've been following you since you were like you and Brody first started dating. Yeah. It's like weird. <laughs> cause I, I'm not like an avid, like I'm not like stalking you or like keeping up with, you know, Kardashians on Caitlin here, but I was, you know, I feel like I've been a part of your Instagram life for a while. <laughs> well, thanks for that. I know. I think it's, it's, it's probably, I'm probably one of those accounts that you followed and then just like forgot about because it's been like, I, I think when I started dating Brody, my Instagram following just like exploded and then ever since then, I've been I feel boring. like it was before Brody. Like, I think I was following really? you like before, maybe you weren't like posting about him. I feel like <laughs> I, I don't even know how I came across wow. you now. And then all of a sudden you were in pictures with Brody and I was like, Hmm, this is weird. And okay, I'm just, well that, that's even better. the journey ever since. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I'm really glad we got to talk then. <laughs> Me too. This is nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, have a great day. And you too. I'm sure I'll be talking to you again soon. And I can't wait to try Lover Boy. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Good luck with the puppy. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The Bright Side is a production of Embassy Row. Our executive producer is Sarni Rogers. This episode was produced by Alexa Machia and Anna Marie Johnson. The show is edited by Maureen Begas. Our theme music is by Maddie Noise. You can follow me on Instagram at at Caitlin, K-A-I-T-L-Y-N-N, or email the show at thebrightsidewithkc at gmail.com. Have a happy day. I never want to leave.